0: Hey there and welcome to the Agency Rockstars Podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadgen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it.
1: Hi, right, rock stars. Welcome back to the show. Uh, this stage today Besides me, your host, Dan, is I am joined by Karina Keys, an, a rock star in agency world. She is the founder and CEO of Key Media Solutions. Karina, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Glad to be here, Dan.
1: Kind of take the stage and have some guitar solo. I don't know. I just, I like, I'm all yeah, about the rock star you. aspect. <laughs> so Karina, uh, let's start a little bit at the beginning here, if you would. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about how you got into running an agency. And I understand you've you're celebrating 10 years. That's yes. awesome. So congratulations. Where did that start for you? Uh,
2: You know, it probably started almost 25 years ago. Um, I got into the the world of full-service agency marketing as a media strategist Hmm. and spent the first 15 years of my career working on strategy and planning and media buying placement and really helping businesses bring together um, their goals, their media budget, and the ad placement to make successful outcomes for clients. And as media evolved and it went from, you know, three lines on an Excel spreadsheet to 25 lines on an Excel spreadsheet, um, you know, I kind of felt like the agencies were really struggling to keep up with the evolving technology. And there was a lot of frustrations that those clients that were looking forward to or wanting to do more um, to incorporate digital were really running into roadblocks because of minimums that were required by some of these major platforms. And so in 2010, I elected to leave the full service agency that I'd been with for 10 years and join a digital marketing firm. And after a few months with them, they ran into some financial problems and kind of took a a six month hiatus. So during that time, I just really realized that I did not want to go back to the full service agency world. I really wanted to be able to help businesses to better utilize and incorporate um, some of that technology into what they were doing. So I founded Key Media Solutions in, um, well, it kind of was birthed in January, officially launched in February of 2011 as a way to really help um, full service agencies and internal marketing teams better understand and integrate online advertising into what they were doing in the offline part of their marketing budgets.
1: Gotcha, and I, and I love as I was doing my research ahead of time. Um, your your LinkedIn headline, passionately pursuing smarter marketing decisions through technology, data insights, natural curiosity, like that just says it best. It sounds like your entire business operates on that, so that's really interesting.
2: Yeah, and it's kind of the mantra that if we we really want to be able to give measurable results for our clients, and we want to get past the vanity metrics. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to just talk about impressions and clicks or, or video views, although we do talk about them. It's really about what is the impact your marketing plan is having on the bottom line. Are you getting the leads? Are you selling things? Are you recruiting people? Whatever those goals are, that's what we really want to be able to measure.
1: Yeah. Um, how do you grow and scale then over the last, you start this back in 2011, 10 years later, now you're, you're having success. You're doing this. It's, it's, Sounds like it's going pretty well. What does growth and scaling look like for you with your business?
2: You know, we've been pretty fortunate that we've had consistent growth from the very beginning. Um, There's been a couple of years where we've had some little setbacks like most businesses do. They provide great learning opportunities on what (laughs) not to do. Uh, We've got great stories there if you need them. (laughs) Um, But for us, it's really, we want to do consistent year over year growth. And so for our intention is really 25% year over year growth, which is pretty aggressive, but I think we're in the right industry and niche for that to, to work and has been very successful for us in the past. And we try to focus on doing, um, you know, 80% of that recurring is recurring business from existing clients that we work with. And the other 20% is through business development efforts. Hmm. And so we've got Um, Obviously, we do our own outbound marketing, you know, Google paid search, and we do we produce videos pretty consistently. Um, One is a way to just test and see what works, but also as a way to to promote ourselves and get our content out there. Hmm. Our website is very, very heavily blog and video driven. We don't have a lot of information about, you know, products and services, although it's there but it really is about how can we continue to educate people in the marketplace. And so we really spend a lot of time developing a lot of content.
1: Gotcha. And then, so I'm going to talk about who that, that niche you said, you you get very specific, very growing niche. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that. Uh, But let's start with how you help those folks. Do you have a, a favorite story that highlights a specific way that you have helped your clients?
2: Um, You know, there's probably a few. And one I would say is we really try to hone in on what the business challenges are for that specific business. And so we started working with um, one small company. She was actually a wedding planner located in central South Dakota in a town of about 15,000 people. And at the time when we first started working with her, she had a pretty good business going and was averaging i believe about 50 weddings a year. And just wanted to grow that business and expand beyond her local community. And so when we first started working with her, obviously budgets were were pretty I don't want to say small. They were large to her. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, it started off and as we helped her really identify and hone and identify who were really her best customers, how to engage with them, how to get in front of them, how to complement what she was doing at different wedding shows and, and through radio, we were able to help her increase her business to um, at one point, she had, I think 30 weddings in one weekend <laughs> and staff to support that and helped her get to a point to where she realized she could sell her business at a profit and ended up selling that business. Um, and so she could take some time to, to rest. Cause that's a lot of weddings to work on. Yes. Uh, but spend time with their boys and then eventually go um, and work for her husband and his business. So, wow. I mean, that's, and so that, cool. that's really what it's, yeah, it's huge. And that's what it's about for us is, you know, really what is, and I, and this is probably cliche to be honest with you, but uh, really trying to help businesses understand like their problem isn't that they need an ad, you know, the solution to their problem isn't just putting an ad up there, but really what is that underlying thing that they're trying to accomplish? What is their mission and what is their vision for what they need to do? And then how can we use the technology available to us today to really drive those behaviors and change or interact in people with people in a meaningful way?
1: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, about that, that niche. <clears throat> Who is it that you love to work with at key media? Who's perfect for you and your team?
2: You know, it's it's that's a great question. We want to work with and have just the most fun and absolute best relationships with um whether it's an ad agency or an internal marketing team. It's those individuals that are really passionate about they want to grow, they want to grow their business, business, excuse me. They have a really clear vision of where they're going. Maybe not how they're going to get there yet, but they know where they're going to go and they're not afraid to experiment a little bit along the way. Mm. And so that's really where, where we find we have the greatest success because we can bring in new ideas and try new technology or test different theories as, as the technology evolves and really kind of play with what we're seeing to give them really great results. Mm. And we had one client that we had started working with. We've been working with them for about six or seven years now. Mm. And, um, They do primarily do online market, our online mortgages for a very niche underserved market. And they just said, take over our pay-per-click. We're growing. We don't have time to manage it. We just, you know, we just need leads. And when we first started working with them, they had an ideal cost per lead that they were achieving. And we took over and we started experimenting with it. And all of a sudden, those costs per leads kind of crept up and up and up and up. And they were, you know, you get the panic call from the client. What are you doing? You don't know what you're doing. This is way out of line. You know, we all know how that goes Mm. and kind of reassured him and said, nope, it's a process. It's a process. We're going to get through this. And I promise you on the other side, it's going to be tenfold better than what it was before we ever started. And we were able to just because of that experiment with what was really driving the best quality leads, what were the, what was the keyword combination, the ad group combination, the message, the call to action. And after, you know, it climbed and, and over the course of about 90 days, we were able to find that kind of that pinnacle where you've got the optimum response rate and the right price. And we're able to actually decrease their cost per lead almost 40% from where it had started
1: Wow!
2: before we did the experimentation. So that's why when I say it's like we have to have clients that are adventurous enough to willing to, to allow us to test some different theories and ideas and um and, and it is a process but it's usually pretty successful on the other side. We learn a yeah. lot through that way.
1: That's fun. Learn learning's the best part. Um <clears throat> so it sounds like values are more important than industry for key media.
2: It is absolutely key and we I mean the the team that we hire and bring on board and the contractors that we work with and the clients that we work with all kind of have to get vetted through our core value process. Hmm. That is 100%. But outside of that, we do know, you know, we've got about half of our business is full service ad agencies that we're able to partner with and kind of become a part of their marketing teams and delivering and integrating the digital side of things. But we've also got a pretty, a pretty broad depth in the manufacturing and industrial services area, as well as financial services. They're kind of our, our core.
1: Yeah. Um, So what. Out of any of those industries or just any of your clients in general, what are the biggest pain points that they're facing right now?
2: I would say trackability is a huge one. Uh, Being able to to track and assess um, where their marketing dollars are really having the impact that they wanted to have. And then internally tracking that process. When a lead comes through the door, what happens to it? Hmm. Where does it go? What is the follow-up? And how do you attribute it back? That is um, currently that's probably one of the biggest ones that we see where we're starting to see a lot of pain points. And this is an evolving issue, but is really in uh, data collection and analysis. You know, businesses have been for years holding on and collecting data and asking for information on their clients. But now what do they do with it? And for a lot of small businesses and even medium-sized businesses, that's a really big challenge that they just don't have answers for yet.
1: Yeah. Is that that's dark data, right? We have it, but yeah. we don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is that does does that pain point cross over into the marketing industry itself, or is are there different pain points that you're seeing in the marketing industry itself?
2: I think that's a lot. It's going to be more impactful for the marketing industry as we see. Facebook is pulling back their capabilities and how you can target. Um, Google is changing how they're track using tracking pixels, and uh, you know a lot of our third party data sources that we use for marketing are going to shrink up and and really go away, or become incredibly expensive and unreachable for a lot of businesses. So unless we have our own first party data that we can utilize to continue to make smart marketing decisions, um we're kind of going backwards in our targeting capabilities to a certain extent.
1: The way you describe it, it almost feels like we're going back to the only way to advertise is through TV back in the day, right? You had, that was the only way to do it. And then it got democratized with digital marketing and it's almost feels like it's pulling back again, huh?
2: Yeah. We're, I think we're still going to have like all these cable channels that we can utilize and pick from, but our ability to really engage and find that right audience fit is going to be more difficult.
1: Yeah. And expensive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that where, like, that's just, I mean, just that's part of marketing is advertising. That's just the advertising side of it. The other, other parts of it, things like content, education, video, like you talked about earlier, um, is that where that comes into play then for businesses?
2: I think that's a part of the puzzle. And you know, Because all of that creates an environment. It, it creates our outreach and it helps us with search engine rankings and being able to walk our clients through the journey that gets them to a point to where they want to engage with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read a stat though, honestly, I think it was Friday, that said that almost 80% of all content marketing goes to the wrong audience. It's, mm. it's viewed by or in front of the wrong person. That will never ever act on that content. So I think we also need to get smarter about what we're producing, the intent about why we're producing it and who it's directed to. Yeah. Because we can all produce a lot of content. And we've seen, I mean, we've seen the content purge on, you know, uh on YouTube where we're just we're just spitting out content all day long, but it's not very good quality. It's not really thought through, and it's not strategic.
1: Mm-hmm. That distribution. It's not just about creation; it's about distribution. Right. That's What I hear you say, yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got one more question uh, yeah. with with some great, some great stuff behind it. I'm really excited about this. I don't want to scare you. But this is the big one. Um, but be-
2: <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for it. But
1: let's try. <laughs> we are gonna do? But before we get to that one, um, let's make sure that okay. the audience uh, really knows how to connect with you. They're sitting here and they're enjoying this conversation. They want to connect with Karina. Where do you send folks for you and for Key Media?
2: Yep. And the easiest way is um, our website, keymedia.solutions. Um, it has all of our contact information, but it also has a lot of resources there. Um, there's, I think, 10 years worth of blog content on that website. Still, so, no, we've cleaned it up. It's not that bad, but it is all searchable. So if you need a certain topic, it's there. Yeah, uh, That is a great way to do it. We've got uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. We share a lot of content on Facebook and LinkedIn cool. and then our Twitter channel which I think you're going to post links to, correct?
1: Yep. Yeah. In the show notes I can
2: rattle
1: so far, them well. off, but yeah. that's not. <laughs> cool. Um, and so but the basic, the home base is Keymedia.solutions.
2: Correct.
1: I love it. Cool. Okay. So um, I like to try to uh, think outside the box and our listeners like to hear things that are a little bit counterintuitive. So think about advice or um, information you've heard over the years. Uh, uh, anything you've learned that seemed counterintuitive at first, but then had a major impact on your business?
2: Oh, wow. Um Mm, That's a really good one. (laughs) I think for me, the biggest piece of advice that I've ever gotten that I had to learn the hard way was, um, even though we're in marketing and we're in this creative space, we really absolutely have to understand the numbers behind the business. And it's and that's not really marketing and or advertising advice, but just as business ownership advice. Mm. Uh, It's taken me several years. Um, but if we don't understand like all of the financials about how to price our services and how to manage and how to budget and how to, how to kind of maintain that financial health of our organization, Mm -hmm. we're not going to be sustainable in the long run. And we're not going to be able to do the best work for our clients that we want to do. And I think that for sure, we felt it through the pandemic. I think a lot of businesses felt it through the pandemic. Um, those that didn't have some, some cash reserves or or things available. Mm. So I think for me, that's probably been the hardest lesson I've had to learn is just because there's money in the bank. Does not mean that everything's good? (laughs) We're not financially solvent necessarily. Yeah. Unfortunately, I learned that before 2020. That's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And and that is always the fun part. I mean, that's not the,
2: it's definitely not the fun part. Right. And it's one of those positions where I really don't, I don't like collections. I don't like billing. Um, When I started this business in in 2011 from my kitchen table, the first person I hired was a bookkeeper because I knew if I was responsible for collecting on invoices, then I would not be in business in six months because it was not going to happen. (laughs) Uh, But it's the same reason we tell people to hire us, right? Like we're experts in marketing and advertising and that's why you should hire us. Mm -hmm. don't hire me to do your accounting (laughs) because it's not going to be pretty. I promise you. Um, So that's why, you know, it's the same, it's that same philosophy. Like I hire experts to do my bookkeeping and I have uh, you know, a financial advisor that helps me kind of a CFO that helps me plan and understand, but I still have to do the homework and I still have to know and understand those numbers well enough to be able to make smart business decisions.
1: Yeah. Great advice, Karina. Thank you for being a part of Agency Rockstars. A fantastic conversation. I hope you enjoyed it.
0: Appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Appreciated it.
0: Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars Podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.